0: My name is California.
1: My name is Forrest.
2: And my name is Go.
1: And And this is
2: Here We
0: Sit. Today, we're sitting six feet apart. I think we're dealing with a lot of emotions that are all over the map here in Berkeley, California, as we sit in isolation, so we're going to take a few breaths and center ourselves for maybe 30 seconds. So I invite everybody to just create a field of presence and inhale, inhale. and you could let it out with a big sigh, one more time. And out with a big sigh, and now we sit 30 seconds.
1: we're back thanks California thank you
2: that was very necessary yes Mm -hmm.
0: so I have an admission I believe that I already caught um, the coronavirus COVID-19 because in the last five to seven days I have had um like nasal headaches that were unexplained. But <laughs> well, I mean, like usually I know why I have this headache. Oh, I mm-hmm. have eye strain.
2: You know about
0: this? I'm like, you
2: are
1: telling us now in this no, like,
2: room. We're <laughs> shut in this room. We're, we're like, sitting sitting. hey y'all, I'm contagious. What's up?
1: <laughs> hey. hey, open up window <laughs> what? I'm I have I'm a little. Airflow
2: health with the COVID nineteen. Okay. <laughs> I, really I don't like know you. for
0: sure, but I've been wearing a mask. I've been coughing. You don't want a
2: mask right now
0: because I don't feel bad anymore. So it says I don't know yeah. if do I stay contagious forever. Am I still shedding viruses? I don't know. I doubt it was. You don't think COVID-19. it was nineteen. But I
2: don't get. Someone posted an infographic in the group, mm-hmm. the group chat, and it said that nasal congestion is one of the rarest. Like it was, symptoms.
0: it was just like, it was her, what, what are the symptoms does anybody know? I can pull them up. Okay. Actually, you got the WhatsApp. I've been looking, I've been looking and looking for symptoms and I haven't found any information on what symptoms are. I saw some good infographics. Me too. But, I can't remember where. But my point is, yeah, nice. like if I live with nine people mm-hmm. and if I have symptoms, do I stay in my room and let you guys fetch
1: food? Yeah. Really?
3: Yeah, we went over that Yeah, meeting. we
2: did go over that. Okay. Well, I thought <laughs> it was like a deathly d- ill. It, I mean, you have to communicate mm-hmm. with us tell us how you're feeling, what you're feeling, because if it gets bad, then we send you to the hospital. Oh.
0: But before that, we delivered. But food we food. only, okay, in my defense, we only came up with protocols yesterday. Yeah. And it was like. On- days <laughs> was, that, was that two days ago? Yes, it was. <laughs> time is so weird right now. No, it was like the night. It was like not yesterday morning, but the night before yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. And time is weird, and I don't usually remember time. Okay. Like most people. I'm like, you know, I put my hand on my desk and I lift it up and I'm like, what time is it? Because I'm working. Like when I'm writing, that's what I do. And this has been going on for quite some time, so I don't think. And it has to do with deteriorate. <laughs> just oh, <that> lathering.
2: <laughs> okay, here, I found it.
0: Okay, what are the symptoms? So it says
2: it. common, so it just has a list of symptoms and then like whether or not they're common, like What's f- the list? where whatever. So, first thing is fever, that is common. Fatigue, sometimes. Cough is common, but you usually a dry cough. What does that mean? Like, if there's no, it's not, the cough is not productive. You're not clearing phlegm uh, or mucus from your throat. It's not even draining. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
3: Um,
2: sneezing? No. Really? Mm hmm. Aches and pains? I'm so nervous to sneeze this whole time. Mm, me too. <laughs> I'm like, nobody, <laughs> nobody,
1: can yeah. cast me away. No I just way.
2: need to sneeze. And sneeze, sneeze at your heart's content. <laughs> um, aches and pains sometimes. Run your stuffy nose is very rare. Um, sore throat? Sometimes. Diarrhea is very rare. Headaches sometimes, shortness of
0: breath sometimes. It was a nasal headache. I was headachy for like seven days. Remember that day you said you didn't feel well. And you laid on the ground. I thought you had it. Really? We're looking at Forrest. <laughs> what were your
1: symptoms? I was just lethargic.
0: That's not on there. No. Okay. So <laughs> I think that perhaps I might be a little paranoid. <laughs> my club, honestly. <laughs> I might be a little paranoid. Yeah, which is fair. And it was so subtle. It was just like, uh, eh, like, do, my, do I have eye strain or is this a nasal headache? Mm. You know, it was like that. And it was like, I took some um, white willow bark tincture, which I made, because that's how I roll.
2: Where'd you buy white willow
0: bark? I had it, like, I got it at the food mill. There's this place in Oakland called the food mill. Mm. And you just get stuff in bulk.
3: Mm.
0: And I got white willow bark, and I soaked it last December before you guys were here.
3: Why willow bark, what they
0: used to make um, ibuprofen. That no, they take the chemical. They they change it chemically so they could patent it. If they mm. never patented aspirin, you know they can't charge a lot of money and stuff. And so this is the aspirin without the chemical change and doesn't hurt your stomach, and it is an analgesic. No way? Wait, Willow Bark? Yes. Wow. That's
2: how they yes. invented aspirin.
0: That's how they invented aspirin, so they changed it, made it taste nasty and hurt your liver, oh and this God. aspirin. Okay, and if you want to sue me, I have nothing. <laughs> 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 no, oh, Jokes on you.
1: Um, on you. It's a nice yes. feeling, honestly.
0: Did so not have anything? Yeah, like
3: I'm
2: you can enjoying it. Sue me for fat
0: Zuzu. It's one to be Maybe at zero,
2: I... but I'm not in the negatives. That's the rough part.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Damn.
2: I mean, student loan debt.
0: <laughs> it
1: doesn't disappear.
0: It doesn't disappear. Wow. It's evil. Like, my just disappear. I just let the people call me and call me and call me. <laughs> 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 Drugs are going have nothing, so... And then yeah. they go away. They're like, she's not calling us back. I'm like... I look at myself, I'm like, you dear hearts. Why would I call you, you back keep to give you money? Me? W- what money? They keep calling <laughs> me. and Yeah. That's right. I try right. to make it through the month, I still have money. Credit card companies are vultures. And guess what? I needed some dental work. And that's why. It's not like I've got a big dental screen i a theme in this building lately. Like I just pain? want mm. to be able to chew shit, you know. That's I mean, stop. I just want to be able to
2: show stuff. Can I ask? Have you guys ever had dreams where your teeth fall out? No. Oh. I've man. had so many dreams where my teeth fell out, and now they've changed to now I, they're all about flying. Like, there's always like, a theme for my dreams for like months on end. The, what the, does
0: that mean?
2: The teeth are flying? Mm-hmm. No, really I'm flying. Not oh, I used to have... But before that, it was about like my teeth out there. I'd have like loose teeth, or I'd be pulling out my teeth, or I'd be eating a thing, and I'd find teeth in my own Oh leg. my god. Yeah.
0: That's an anxiety dream, I think. Mm-hmm. So 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 you guys don't think I had it? No. I don't think so. Oh shoot! I want to get it over with.
2: Okay. <laughs> the thing is, like, there's there's no evidence quite yet that proves that like you'll build immunity when you have COVID. That I'll get it over and over. It, I said there's no evidence, so no. I don't know which one it is. I hope it's the that like, you're just done with it, like That's like chickenpox, but like you have a seasonal flu, right? It might be a seasonal. Uh, COVID situation. I don't know. Holy shit.
0: Bacteria, your viruses, yo. And I don't know if this, like, historically I just get the <coughs> I can count the times on one hand when I've had the flu in my life. But I don't know if this is atypical of flu. I mean, I don't know if this is a normal flu or if I'll just have this, I'm just obsessed with myself now. Not <laughs> To you. i just don't know if i will ride this out like most flus i remember i had a flu when i was 17 and i was barfing and pooping at the same time
2: well diarrhea is not a symptom of covid okay
0: that was when i was 17. Mm-hmm.
1: you guys talk about it it'll be fine Okay. You remember you told me, I okay. guess last night, you said, the intention. if I give gratitude to the universe for keeping me safe through this pandemic, this is, see, you
0: reminded me,
3: thank you.
1: It really helped me. I went into nature and I was journaling and I was dancing. Mm-hmm. Like dancing really helps me release this energy of like fear and paranoia that's like, crawling into my body. Mm-hmm. And then to journal and think into the future of, like, wow, I'm going to be eighty one day. And I'm going to tell my grandkids, like, I survived a pandemic. Like, mm. what's up?
3: <laughs>
2: you survived two economic crashes. You survived a pandemic. You survived a lot of, like, you, you might survive the fall of capitalism. Like, oh everything God. is out in the air right now. I'm ready. The world feels very, it's it's interesting that, like, outside these walls, the world feels, seems, right, because I haven't fully felt it it seems so unstable but in here it's like stability on end
1: because we're operating outside of capitalism mm-hmm. we exchange our labor for food and shelter and it doesn't have, affect us we have
2: grounding mm-hmm. practices that we visit like yeah on the daily
1: we already have the structures in place yeah. to maintain mm-hmm. inner peace and calm so anything that hits we're just we're smooth sailing we're trees I think we need people to remind us that we are,
0: that that energy still works even amidst COVID-19, because I'm, because Forrest just reminded me. I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) But the the voice of the world is so loud, like the Mm -hmm. reports
1: and the, it seems like there's such high stakes. Well, the media survives off of fear, like that's how they make money. They want your attention and the way to do that is through fear. So the... Like I only check the news once a day tops, especially right now. Otherwise, it, the fear is just consuming me.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. How have you been about like timing? Because I like just being really honest. I have a morning BM. You know what I'm saying? I do my Duolingo Spanish practice, and then the next urge is to pull up Twitter. But I've had to like silence that urge. But like, let's just go sit instead, wow. or let's leave the phone up here and like you you were saying before, and just go do something else. But it's like I do want to stay at least somewhat connected, but then like I don't want that to be the last thing I read when I go to bed, and I don't want it to be the first thing I encounter when I wake up. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm having a great day, why well, do I don't want to read it during the day? So it's like, do we really dive into our privilege of not really having to face it in the same way others have to, or mm-hmm. and then therefore we can become a resource for others because we have, you know, the energy stores available because it hasn't been impacted as much by the craziness that's happening outside or do we mourn with the world and you know or is this is this a space for that right to sit with what's happening inside and what's happening outside and try and find some sort of bridge between all of that i don't know yeah i don't
1: think it's so black and white i think it's like both like you can be connected to the world and also have healthy boundaries so that your self-care is still intact. You're not drowning in other people's voices or, like, the media. You know.
0: And who benefits from us, like, listening and getting... Like, who benefits from us listening to the news? Like, how is that helpful? Like, if I was a doctor or a researcher, I would have to... Um, be hooked into what's happening outside.
3: Yeah. But who's gonna benefit from me doing?
1: Nobody. I'm not helping. Yeah. Like, I can't help like that. Yeah. There's a lot of people on my Instagram feed right now, like hosting meditations exactly, and yeah. e- free yoga classes. Yeah. That's the kind of shit I want to be surrounded by. Because yeah. there's enough fear going around. Yeah. <laughs> like you were saying. Up. Like you were saying, go. Like, actually, I forgot I was gonna say
3: that. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. No!
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it'll come back
0: to us if it was meant to be sent in this moment I didn't eat today, maybe that's why I kind of like it oh, no. you didn't eat You didn't eat today. I went out and earth
1: mm. I did send you to glory
0: <laughs> she, t-
3: she sent me out <laughs> on earth
1: what, what's interesting to me right now is how like it seems like the entire world is finally in sync and that everybody's pausing, like we're forced to mm-hmm. the world is so slow right now I like, go out in the streets and they're empty
2: you know? people are listening yeah. I think I don't know when people have to face their humanity and face like the stoppage or pause of time in this way like it forces you to actually really re- to really, really listen and the thing is like how do we find that sweet spot between like yes they pause but people are also kind of panicking mm-hmm. so like how are we able to kind of be like hey okay here's here fine tune and like find that channel on that, that or use I'll tweak that dial in a way to be like, okay, now that we're all here, we're all present. You know, like let's have some real conversations. Like, what is yeah. this not working? Because I think our people are really, really hurting right now, and they understand fully like shit is not working, and governments are realizing, oh, this is not working. Like we can't operate if we don't have people, and our people can't operate because we just can't. So what what do we change?
1: Well, I think, if anything, what this is really revealing to the world is how detrimental capitalism is. Mm-hmm. Because if there's no infrastructure for you to take a break, if everything collapses, that means you are required to constantly be going, 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 going mm-hmm. in order for the systems to maintain themselves. It's just unrealistic. And I can't remember who I was talking to, but they were saying that, maybe it's one of you two, that it's just going to keep going faster and faster and faster and faster.
2: What, what is it?
1: capitalism, like, the, the pace at which we live, mm. like, like, we only get two days off. Mm. To me, that's kind of weird. Like, there's not a lot of balance there. Or I hear people bragging about, oh, I work 50 hours a week. And I'm just mm. like, okay, but are you actually working all those hours? And, like, what do you do in your other and time? And who are you
2: working for? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm.
1: Like, somehow things
2: work. are shifted to where you're working for some, you're, you're most of your time is spent working for... And on someone else's dream rather than on your own or on yourself you know and that's not saying that your dream has to be completely separate or removed from others but just having the time right to really sit down and realize what that is and how you are connected with other people yeah I
0: think that there's two things at play there's capitalism and industrialization
3: mm-hmm.
0: and I think that industrialization made it so that we don't have to toil like um, before the industrial revolution um, with coal you know people had to just like go on a farm and plow and or gather and hunt and that was I don't know how labor-intensive hunting and gathering were was or is i don't know
2: it's probably very involved you think a very involved process i don't
0: know how the day looked you know yeah. and um but i believe that the agricultural people you know worked from sunup until sundown mm. and they worked for themselves and they had their communities that kept them in a safety net and i think that capitalism our form of capitalism which is kind of rabid i would call it because if you're a billionaire, you don't have to pay taxes. Mm. You know, I think that's a separate issue that is kind of having our our systems crumble, like our school systems, and and um, and it's falling, and the brunt of it is borne by marginalized people, women, people of color, or just poor people, mm. and so. Oh, like, I don't know what is going to happen to industrialization. Like when we run out of oil, because we're living on an oil economy, then what are we going to do? And and I just think that our rabid capitalism, I don't know if any capitalism would work, but I have only seen this perverse capitalism that hates me as, um, because I'm not a white person, I'm not male. It doesn't, yeah. You know, it's like very few people sprout up through that like Oprah, Mm. you know, but she's one among, I don't know, many. So I think it's unsustainable because I don't have any, um, I can't give you statistics or facts. I just have this belief that something that evil is unsustainable. And I know most people that are benefiting from it don't feel evil. Like if you, oh, I'm just a nice guy, and and I'm just making a living for my family. And if you're a white male doing that, I'm not saying that you're evil. I'm just saying that the system supports you um, thriving at the expense of somebody else not not thriving. And I am saying that you may be a nice guy, but in this day and time, it's not enough to be a nice guy and to just be in this system. You have to know something else and, and to just, I mean, I think that the more inside privilege you have, the less you need to understand how much privilege you have. You, it, It's just a kind of, a form of privilege to not know that you have this privilege. Mm-hmm. and. So there's some white guy stood up and said, I want some kind of genetic lottery because I'm a white male and la la. Bullshit. I might have said this in the last podcast. Like karmically, I believe in karma. And I believe that going through life with a lot of privilege and money and um just not having to know anything about suffering. I don't think that's a lottery. I think that it is part of the human condition that you have to heal, and you have that much farther to go to heal to wake
1: up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like how we say in Buddhism that ignorance is suffering. Like even me as a white person, if I choose to empower these oppressive systems and just like float to the top, then I'm actively participating in somebody else's suffering which also affects me because we're sharing the same world, we're living in the same world. You know, like we're all Mm -hmm. feeling this energy of anxiety and fear in the pandemic because we're all so interrelated and we're sending each other energy through the quantum field whether we're aware of it or not. So... I feel like there's something dehumanizing about benefiting from a system of inequality And just being okay with that and it's almost like putting your head in the sand to be like oh but i'm a nice guy and i'm like feeding my family and i'm making an honest living but i know a lot of people who are like oh but my work is like a separate life like they compartmentalize their work life from like their home life or like their whatever life Mm. and i see like you know this economy is run on the stock market like big corporations like pepsi and freaking i don't know people that destroy the environment who use pesticides, you know, like, monocropping. That stuff affects so many people. Like, all the water that gets polluted, or, like, if you think of fast fashion, like, yeah, you're making a lot of money here, but, like, someone in a country far away is suffering, and, like, you're polluting their drinking water by all the waste that you're just, like, exposing at, like, the cheapest expense. Mm -hmm. So, there's something so dehumanizing to participate in that system, you know? And be like, oh, yeah, but I'm lucky because... I'm at the top of it.
3: I made it Yeah.
0: But it's subtle. Like you can have your house and your possessions and your family and it was like we were in that class talking about um, what were we talking about in the, Which the history of Buddhism? About how you, we were talking about karma, and um I don't remember, no. Jack, where are you? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. We were talking Did about I something. Jack one episode. Yeah. <laughs> sure I... you phone a friend. Your phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> there was something about participate, like the kind of suffering Where you're saying, oh, yeah, how are you? I'm great, I'm great, how are you? I'm great, I'm great. There's a kind of suffering in that, and you don't know that you're suffering. There's that kind of suffering. I've never experienced it, but he was talking about it in class. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it feels like to have that kind of suffering where you just say, yeah, I, I have everything, and you're still suffering because you don't have what you need
1: or something. Because
0: something still feels off and still missing.
1: You can't, and you don't even acknowledge it. You can't it.
0: even
2: identify it.
1: Yeah. You can't buy community. You can't buy friendship.
0: Or, or the the, the um, definition of samsara is a, like a wheel that's not on an axle correctly. So you're going 100 miles and you forgot and you don't even notice that the wheel is like bumping and bumping and bumping. Yeah. But you're just like, ah, oh, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm almost there. <laughs> go thumbs up and then the wheel is not on the axle correctly is that samsara or is that duca? that's samsara I think samsara is like when you hate your siblings I'm just happen to say that don't know why (laughs) and then you're just in an internal argument with them like you just I hate you no I hate you no I hate you you did
1: this no you did
0: that I think that's samsara dukkah is just a wheel
1: Okay. So I'm sorry, it's like the perpetuality of like.
0: Like you perpetuate it because you're ignorant. And so you just are really never come out of this Mm. thing like a soap opera. I don't know if they still have them. (laughs) But you just never come out of this thing where you just are exchanging anger and negative emotions. Right. Mm. I don't know. So dukkha must be when you're just. Somebody help me. Dukkha
1: is suffering. Just general suffering? But, see, I'm not super educated on this. I think there's like three types of suffering in Buddhism. What kind? I don't know. Oh, I don't. oh no. Dad, don't listen. I swear we pay
2: attention in class. <laughs> it's hard after lunch. It is hard. We
0: haven't had lunch. <laughs> we <When you laughs> lasted after, that after time. lunch. Uh, it's like, hard. Oh, I like, <laughs> when you're everything. sitting in the class, California. at lunch, oops. <laughs> you're sitting <laughs> in class, you've eaten. <laughs> and then you have to... um Okay. Dukkha, it says
2: here on the Google,
1: on the Google,
2: is an important Buddhist concept commonly translated as suffering, pain, unsatisfactoriness hmm. or stress. It refers it refers to the fundamental unsatisfactoriness and painfulness of mundane life.
3: Hmm.
0: Does that resonate with you? Yes, that is probably what I'm talking about. Um, When you are on an unenlightened path, I think, and you're just going along with what this is, the culture tells you to do and mm-hmm. you don't really have a spiritual practice, I can resonate with that. Mm-hmm. And so... When you are going along with what the culture tells you yes, to do. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. you're not questioning anything, and you're just saying, yes, I want to... My mother was a nurse, and she thought I'd be a nurse, and I can't stand being inside of buildings, you know, I don't know how to hold people's hands, I'm paranoid of getting sick, and I would have just been the worst nurse in creation, Mm -hmm. and that's what she wanted for me, and I would have had a lot of dukkha. My mom also recently,
2: like, before I came here was, or while I've been here for a while was like, nursing, you know, nursing is a great profession. Raining a lot of nurses soon. I and mean, I'm like, when in life did, did you think I would want to become a nurse or that I'd be good at being a nurse? I don't like blood. I don't like needles. I don't like closed spaces. Why would that be, you know, but? <coughs> like, strike <back> off.
3: <coughs>
2: oh no. <laughs> Reminding me mean, our Maybe nurse. I should have been a nurse. I didn't protect her. <laughs> <before>. i <I'm> just kidding. I'm a right now. We're <laughs> sitting six feet apart. I take it back. I coughed <laughs> <in> my elbow. <laughs> You're okay. The window's open, so you know you we have that
3: this tiny envelope. window. Ash it's California like the size of a shoebox. That's the
1: first thing we <laughs> <feet> did. <laughs> I... Oh, <laughs> no.
3: You guys have been doing for a while. But are <laughs> we just I all
0: that doing, doing in our dukkah? Or, and just watching other people... Doing the thing, I said that white male is doing his duty, even though he's a sociopath and he owns that company. Is is is? Did we get to the chapter where we? I guess we meditate.
3: What
1: do you mean? Yeah.
0: What do you mean? Like my dukkha. My dukkha is less. It just sounds. I remember the first time I heard that word. I thought I don't want to believe in that. You know, I want to believe that I can just like manifest something else, and then just like. Like have this upward spiral of evolution where I'm healing, and then I don't have to sit in all that crud.
3: Mm.
1: Well, that's like the four nope. double truths, right?
0: To get out. Yeah, which, which
1: are oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shit happens. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> number one. Uh huh. What's number two? You there's the suffering. That
0: one. There's an end of suffering, and then there's a path, a fourfold path.
1: Is yeah. that it? Or eight? These damn lists. The eightfold path. So many That's the way people, out of man. suffering. That's number four. Number one is like, shit happens. There's number suffering. two is like, you're gonna suffer. There's, number three is like, doesn't have to be this way. And number four is like, here, this is the way out.
2: I thought it was you'll use you your fault or you caught.
1: Okay. Don't quote me on that. I'm remembering. <laughs> Four noble truths. The
0: truth of
2: suffering, the cause of suffering, the end of suffering, the truth of the path.
3: Oh. Uh-huh.
0: And then there's the eightfold path to get out. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay.
2: Yeah. So beginner it's...
0: Buddhism here. Well not
2: all of yeah. us, but I know what I am.
1: I'm hoping that this is the end of capitalism. Or maybe not the end, but the beginning of the end. I see the government giving money once again to like big banks and like all these People like who are destroying nothing. our environment, who aren't suffering right now, and though. that's the
2: priority. They tell us, mm, "We'll give you a thousand dollars each." Yeah. But then they gave five hundred billion dollars to what? stimulate the stock market and or some and,
0: or some airline. Yeah. Like why because is that? Like I, I, why
2: is that what you're holding up? The government
1: is trying to maintain capitalism, even though it's failing, and it's only going to upset the people more. And that's how revolutions get started. People are already upset. And now this is happening. Because I
2: think people are having time to sit and to read and to, like, really start to apply logic to things. And now we're sitting here like, okay, if this system is a tree, why would you, and a tree that is sick, why would you heal the tree by going to the leaves? Like, the people are the foundation of everything. They're the roots of everything. And you're not healing the people. You're, you're just stimulating the curse. Like you're you're fucking like, causing the virus. You're giving the vi- you're feeding the virus. You're just making us more and more sick, and we just can't stand for it anymore. And the virus are the
0: corporations that they're bailing out. Yeah,
2: the vi- multiple levels. Ooh, what if COVID just a manifestation of capitalism? How? It's killing us.
1: Well, like, like it's de- Mother Earth is everything. finally detoxifying. The skies are like clear in China. You know. Well, like, it's getting bad again, getting getting bad again?
2: because there's people going back to work again, Ugh. which is not how viruses work. You have to, you have to shelter in place for a
0: long period of time until there's actually a cure
1: or so, a vaccine
2: for the virus. So
0: am I hearing that there's no immunity? So we're just going to go around and get COVID-19. You're not hearing that.
2: What I'm saying is there's no proof that we have immunity once we have the virus. So we're sitting. We're sitting in a a a, a space of just not knowing. And we're going back
0: to work. They are. They're going back to <laughs> we work. We're staying in this building. <laughs> Instead am going out this afternoon, I'm going on a long walk. I'm going up above the campus. You'll stay six feet away from everyone that you see. I don't know. I might wear my mask. But you I'm under the, the delusion or illusion that I have already had. I'm still onto that. Okay. Why would you hang on to that? Because then I won't have... Oh, yeah, you're right. Does it build the hold on head. to that? I don't know. I just want to feel like I've went... It doesn't make any sense. If you have this virus and there's no immunity, why don't you just have it forever? But we don't know that.
2: I mean, your body can fight off a thing. Like... It's gonna be a very bad analogy. Sorry, my fellow bio people. Um, <laughs> like, for, so if we were to say, like, let's say you are fighting, you're in a sword fight with, like, some other person, right? Yes. And, like, or you no, know, F that, a boxing match. Mm-hmm. There's multiple rounds. Mm-hmm. First round, you get the dude and you're fine. But second round, the guy can come back even stronger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like it's it just kind of like a, it's a, a back boxing and forth match. Yeah, it's a back and forth as your body is trying to fight off this virus. And so we just don't know, like, are you getting stronger the more you fight it off, as you learn, if you, as you learn it's moves, and it's like, it's, it's bobs and it's weaves, it's now just getting out of hand, I don't know boxing that well. <laughs> um, we just don't know. That's it, I'm gonna stop there. We just do not know. So, just, so there's no point in trying to hold on to what you don't know anything at this point. So I think at this point, the best thing
0: you can do is just try your best to be safe and try and stay healthy. And there's not going to be a virus, um, antivirus. A vaccine. A vaccine. They're working on one, but it's not ready yet, and it's going to take at least a year. And when people are done, when they've, they have symptoms, they come back from the symptoms, mm-hmm. their body has no more immunity.
2: No, the whole idea is, like, if you fire up a virus, you usually you, want, you build immunity because your body learns, like... Like, when it first comes in, this, it's an unknown, mm-hmm. right? But then as your body fights it off and it learns how to defeat it, it, makes it usually, bodies. yeah, it makes it And usually it, it, that is you building up your, your immune system. But what they don't know right now is if, your, if our bodies are as strong in that way. Holy shit. Like, will it be able to identify it each time you encounter it? Oh my goodness. So we just don't know. We just don't know. No, I'm right really, now I'm really,
0: really, really, really worded out by the whole concept of this. I just you know, but li-
2: again we just do not know and I am not an expert I'm not well read
0: so she eat. majored in chemistry was it biochem or chem? it was biochem for three she years she majored chem- in biochemistry okay chemistry.
2: no 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 it was for three years and I walked and I, I lowered it to chemistry because I wanted to graduate on time okay
0: well you know more than me not much more hmm. that was like a good four years ago okay <laughs> <laughs> she knows the, she's she, she's the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. about this no 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 She's just saying things. <laughs> She's also... She went to school and she... she, she, she what asked, are you doing? <laughs> she passed all these tests. Why are you <laughs> She got through calculus. I hit the I asked, walls I asked, at okay. related rates. Because math is easy. Ah! Compare... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question. But are that related... has nothing to do, do you remember with... Remember when you did related system? rates in calculus?
1: <laughs> like like the
0: rate of a bacterial growing and you have to like use derivatives to find where how many bacteria is going to be in a dish after you turn to heat up slowly for two hours. Remember that shit?
2: You do, so obviously you know more than I do.
0: I remember I said, I don't know what the, is the answer. <laughs> that was what I remember. I'm like, I hit the wall. Okay. I need to take myself back to creative writing where I belong. <laughs> and I left. <laughs> that was the end of Never my... Never to be seen again. Never to be seen again. <laughs> but I was wondering if studying those equations, is it intuitive, or is, there, is it formulaic to, to, to... It's formulaic. Oh, shit. I never figured out the formula. They should sure have given you the formula. But every question was different. Like, it was always different. It was like, a common theme. There was a common theme? Usually. Like,
2: you, you look for certain words, or... You, the main thing you have to figure out what is this question asking me to find? They did not tell me that. But the thing is, you had to figure that out that that was your job. What <laughs> is the question asking me to find? But
0: the, the teacher never said, your job is to figure out what question they're asking that was me. a very good teacher. I had two crappy teachers. First, I got a C minus, then I got a D plus, then I left.
2: What's the problem with D plus? That's just rude. I <laughs> failed. I didn't pass. Like yeah. this doesn't make any difference. You failed but I don't hate you. Like but but you almost made it kind of. Like F you. <laughs> 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 like that that's sadistic. To be like no, plus. Like give <laughs> <laughs> me a C minus then. Dang <laughs> yeah, I didn't pass all those tests. That's why I became a chem major and not a biochemistry major. <laughs>
1: It feels good to laugh. It does really. Like... Laughter is medicine. It really
0: is. I smelled a lot this week. I cried a lot. I Aww. cried a lot. But... You cried? Yeah. In your room? Yeah. <laughs> because, of, because of we're in, sheltering in place?
2: Just having to face... Like, having to grapple with time. Which is a constant, but just that's that. I don't like that state of not knowing. I think you assume. Okay, i will live till I'm like real, real old, and things are gonna be a certain type of way, and I'm gonna have, you know, I'm gonna be sane, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, my body will be healthy, and my brain will be nice and healthy. But it's like being like, what if that plan is cut like short, like drastically, like what happens then? And being like, there's so many things that I've been too scared to do, too scared to even like think of doing and it's like does that change now because if we're stuck here and I say I want to go to the Himalayas like how does that work Do I just died not having seen the Himalayas like and that's really sobering and then yeah just a lot of like it, it's been a wake up call definitely that's why I, I go between laughter and just you know tears tears aren't always a pain you know it's They're of joy. They're nostalgic sometimes. So, I mean, it just feels like, um... I cried last night, and it felt kind of like, um, a saltwater cleanse.
1: Whoa. Can you explain a little more?
2: I don't know if I know how to explain it. Um, I don't know. So, like, California likes to Earth. Um, because you say that's how you like you connect back with like yourself and like with
0: like, yeah, just the world in general.
1: Will you explain what everything is? To yeah, there you know? go.
0: I lay it on the earth or I sit on the earth and I let some part of my um bare skin touch the earth mm-hmm. and I sit there for a while. Like before all this happened, I would do it for half an hour, but then I quit having the ability to sleep and so now I do it for an hour. So I'm under a tree for an hour or I'm and I'm meditating or I'm journaling and my shoes are off. Or I'm walking. There was a time when I would just walk through nature with no shoes on. And it helps me. Well, how does it help you? Um, I sleep. And um, I've been told that it helps you to, it helps your immunity. I've been told that it helps your blood pressure. I've been told that it helps all the systems in your body because your heart somehow is entrained with the electromagnetic field of the earth. Mm-hmm. And there's a book out called. Human Heart, Cosmic Heart by Dr. Cohen. I think his first name is Thomas Cohen. I'm a member of his, I'm plugging this man now.
3: Yeah, go ahead. But,
0: okay, he, I, he, I think his name is Thomas Cohen. And um, he has a community health practice. And I don't go to conventional doctors because they just drive me crazy with money to drag me in there and test me for mammograms and this gram and that gram. And it's just unnecessarily hysterical. I don't do a lot. I don't eat junk food. I don't eat processed food. I don't eat industrial food. I don't have... I've given up sweets. I mean, like even gateway drugs like stevia or erythritol so I don't get the sugar and maple syrup and Mm. even honey. So why the hell do I go to somebody who is looking at a population that takes um, demineralized salt and puts them in everything and 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 then test me as if I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, treat me like I'm one of those people. And I'm saying, you know, I'm a grown ass woman, I know what I'm doing, leave me alone, and I'm getting these phone calls, we need to test you, we need to test you. And I'm like, you know, you guys are crazy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And you, you know, they've just been, trained by the like the pharmaceutical industry just gives them money to build buildings to learn how to treat people with pharmaceuticals and i just said i'm gonna take my chances and i don't go there anymore and i seem to be doing okay mm-hmm. you know last year i gained a little weight and i'm trying to get it off Coronavodies.
1: 2020 <laughs> Who the what Corona yeah
2: what is that
0: you're, you're, we'll talk you know to will
2: the ideas will be inside. So we start watching my like, dance videos and like Pilates videos, mm-hmm. and then
0: just like exercise oh. together.
1: Get oh. buffed yeah. so we can fight off coronavirus. I don't know if
0: my days of being buffed are past. No, they're just beginning. Okay. They're coming back. Okay, they're coming back. Yeah. yeah,
2: you have that gymnast
0: body. Okay, that was over. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Like, what? Doesn't matter. How many decades ago? Doesn't matter. I don't know. If my back. It's Batman a new okay. It's a new decade. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> many years ago, like many decades ago, mm-hmm. I used to do back handsprings. They're calling me a gymnast body. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, gymnast body. Back handsprings, pretty.
2: Will there be some
1: own bios without
0: California? I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just was in a gym doing back handsprings. I wasn't like maybe it was part of the morphogenic field, but. I was never like in a meet because I was too tall. You're
2: not too tall for us. Okay. <laughs> Anything over
0: five. Four, Thanks, five two. Five two. And I'm like five seven. Like I couldn't even get on the uneven parallels because they were too sh- so I was too tall. Wow. They're little, little, little okay. people doing, and I was going pop 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 it was just fun
1: mm. but I was yeah. tall that could be fun yeah you know what was fun? Mm. karaoke night oh, shit they gave me a mic I get the notes California you were glowing <laughs> oh you're coming you were glowing your your smile was like coming off of your face mm-hmm. it was like the Cheshire Cat the night be- you were just
0: when was it the night before they had the lockdown
1: we had that karaoke night it was the weekend, the Friday The had definitely started, yeah. but the government lockdown hadn't started yeah, yet. Yeah,
2: that was a Friday. self helped turn-place and start until the following Tuesday. Yeah.
0: And we had karaoke night. That was, was a nice so day. fun. And there are people in the room that had never heard Patti LaBelle's version of right. Over the Rainbow, and I sang it, and they're like, you killed it! You killed it! <laughs> well, actually, I got being
1: Patty. I don't know. not It was amazing. Thanks. I enjoyed watching. <laughs> <He's-> <laughs> Yeah, and so your energy was just, like, spreading throughout the whole room. You were like a magical fairy, just, like, rainbows and sunshine and butterflies. (laughs) (laughs) We can play
0: the outro. We can play it over the rainbow by Paddle Bell.
1: Ooh. Yeah, speaking of crying, Mongoli, I was crying on the roof the other day, Mm. but it wasn't sadness. It was a mixture of, like, fear and anxiety and anger. Mm. And I don't even know if the anger was, like, masking some fear or anxiety, but I was just, like, angry. Angry that there's so much panic, which is, like, a silly thing to be angry at because it just fuels the fire of all that energy. But then once I let all that,
3: those tears out, like, like, that
1: salt cleanse Mm -hmm. that you called
2: are there for a reason. They all hold weight. And us trying to deny ourselves of that is inhumane. Yes! So I, I love that you got the chance to do that.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's a, like symbolic of how this systematic oppression, like the white men on the top, how, the, like, you know, if your body, if you don't express one emotion, that's blocked energy in your body. And then all the energy gets blocked in your body. Mm-hmm. So if you're, like, just looking the other way, and you're like, oh, well, my family's safe, and I'm a good guy, and whatever. But, like, what else... What else are you not living, you know? I like think that's why they explode.
2: That's why things can go so left.
1: Is it like going postal?
2: Kind of, Like yeah. those
1: crazy shooters?
2: I mean, it can go that far, but, like, not even that far. Whether it's just kind of, like, using your power to, like, assault people, right? Or to speak to them in a way that's just so just distasteful and, like, disgusting, right? Because you just don't know, like, how to be human towards others. Because you haven't given yourself yourself the chance to do it, even. So it's like, like I said last night, like, if, if I haven't sat with myself, how can I sit with anybody else? Mm. If they haven't sat with themselves, how can they read? Yeah.
0: And, you, and the more privilege you have, the less you, um... Or something like, like this inverse relationship with... You have privilege, so you don't have to question anything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to open your eyes. You just mm-hmm. buy shit and go on vacation and, mm-hmm. and say, oh, what a good boy am I, because I have this and this and this.
1: It's not a lie. You don't have to
0: challenge. And I just can't even fathom that. Because the thing is,
2: I just see so much. And it's exhausting. And it's just really upsetting. So to be in a place where you don't see any of that, like, I just... Like you're like what you're saying like you're just you have so much further to go to try and even touch down upon what we're the rest of us are feeling down here. Yeah. You know, like you're not above us. You just you just have a different perspective than
0: us. It, and we're talking about the um, privileged, um, like the economically privileged white yeah. male, right not the. Yeah, not every white male is not like every, yeah. an
1: asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my dad happens to be one of those assholes, but, (laughs) like, I've also met wonderful white males with, like, huge hearts, and they don't participate in systematic oppression. It's just rare in my experience. Mm -hmm. When I find one of them, I'm like, whoa, you exist? Like, are you real?
2: (laughs) I mean, if you think about the images that are put out there, like, I I talk about how, like, it's been hard for me growing up because, like, I never saw myself anywhere, and so I thought, okay, that means I shouldn't exist. Right? If they're not showing any, like, dark-skinned, like, black women with, like, nappy hair and, like, wide-set noses, that must mean we don't exist, and therefore I'm here as a mistake. Wow. And then you think about people, like, cishet white men. All you see is, like, the Wolf of Wall Streets and the American psychos. Then you, if that's the image you're, you're taught to revere and to, like, idolize, then, like, why wouldn't you think that's how I'm supposed to be? So I think it does go both ways. Like, that's not, of course, the only reason, or that's not an excuse for understanding saying it. It, it, it. Media does have impact. Visibility does
0: have an impact, you know, so... And it makes you assume so much mm-hmm. without thinking. And then, like, you have to sit and, like, try to puzzle things out with your young mind. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, So much happened to me at such a young age that i would never been the same. I, 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 just my mind developed. It just went on a different route because when I was four years old, should I tell this story? I don't know if I want to tell it or. Yeah, I'll. I'll what if it's cool? Like I, there's so much that happened to my family, and to my dad, just historically. Um, that I had to grapple with things as a four-year-old that grown-ass people with privilege will never have to look at. Like, why, like racism, I'm four.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and violence um, enacted upon me, and I'm four. And then my dad tells me about the history of our family. And I'm four, my four-year-old brain had to either, you know, like build some more um, neural connections or or I would just go crazy. And mm-hmm. so I think that that way that I had to try to under, understand the world, my dad told me about like the historical violence that happened in my family so that I could have, he was trying to help me and I was in my 30s before I realized, oh, he was trying to help me and because I was angry at him because I was four, mm-hmm. for him telling me about what happened to my ancestors so that I would... Be able to understand what happened to me. Mm. And the act of me having to grapple at the age of four and to just kind of, like it was immature because I was four and I was mad at my dad, but then I had to go outside and look at white people and say, this is what they did and I'm four and they don't like me because I was born with this skin. Mm. And then I had to, like, and that is how. I walked through life since I was four, and that I don't know the ways that that incident impacted me, but I know I was always reading and thinking and thinking and reading and grappling and 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 trying to understand and trying and trying, and if I was the the um, it was like this kid that was this white male kid that that hurt me while his mother watched without flinching and it was pretty violent mm. and. The difference between my brain and the brain of somebody that sees a picture of themselves on every magazine co- cover, mm-hmm. or as a president of the United States, or as a rock star, or as the Beatles, you know, like, I'm not saying that my incarnation makes me superior because I've had to grapple. I'm just saying that it made me have to grapple. And um, I have no clue. What it is like to not to to not be to not have to grapple with big questions when you're four because that was my incarnation, and I am by no means saying that my incarnation is superior. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. what is that incarnation like? Right. When you sit in a chair and say, I was given some genetic lottery because I'm a white male and I own this company and I'm gonna give back and here's go some money for you and some you and I'm looking out.
2: You know that part
0: that you think that
2: you know better than the rest of us on how to use money? Like Hmm. how you'd prefer to like, no, I will pay less taxes and instead be a philanthropist. But now that means I get to dictate and choose exactly where my money goes and what causes are deserving. Yeah. Deserve to thrive versus give it to the people because the people... (laughs) You know. <laughs> no, how <laughs> people know they ha- they understand they can see. Yeah, they can see much more than what you can see. Yeah, because you have this elevated sense of self, whether it's through grooming or through whatever is happening in your mind, that you know better than the rest of us because you've reached this level, a level that was curated for your way of being. Yes, like what? <laughs> yeah, I can't even. <sighs> My, b- my brain does not know how to make those steps, does not know how to even begin to ask the questions or to believe the ideas that you have to believe and think that that's how, that the world
1: is it's supposed right. to be like that. That's,
3: yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: I think that's why the systems are so skewed, because they're through the lens of like, a singular narrative, like, of one single demographic. Mm -hmm. And it just excludes so many other people. Everyone else. Like, the (laughs) way that things are distributed, even time, you know? Like, people at the very bottom under capitalism Mm -hmm. are, like, riding the bus, working 9 to 5, trying to feed their kids, and, like, they don't have time to protest. They don't have time to think. They're just trying to survive. Mm.
2: Or even the people down at the bottom who have so little time,
0: are also the ones that tend to give the most. I give a lot.
2: Right, so it's
3: like,
0: what? <laughs> and it's only the bottom of the economic scale, it's not the bottom of wisdom. or Right, even at, at all.
2: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: it's a construct. Yeah! The system, somebody just made it up. We could be operating under so many possibilities of systems.
2: You know, that does make me think about the spiritual space. Like, that gift of time. When you have time, you have time to sit, you have time to be with your thoughts, you have time to really sit and in, interrogate and ask these really, really big questions, right? So you want, then I'm saying you're like, so it's not that white people are smarter or their incarnation somehow is made. So they have a, a direct line to the universe. They just have more time. And that's why you have so many Dharmic leaders. Mm-hmm. And so many meditation teachers and yoga teachers who are white. Even though those traditions are steeped, covered, and a lot of times were, like, discovered by the brownest of people. Yes. And that is time, man. Yeah,
1: they systematically have more access to, like, food, shelter, your basic needs. And mm-hmm. then you have the surplus of time.
0: And then, mm-hmm. that, then they're, they're the ones you look to for guidance? No, I I... I <laughs> I know that when I go, like, the first that I went to was an upper-middle-class zen-sit. And... What's upper-middle-class zen-sit? Like, if you go to Colorado, <laughs> and then, like, I never... I was... In kind of California, what? <laughs> I went to Colorado on somebody's... Somebody said, here.
1: <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you somebody- just have to cut your elbow. <laughs>
2: Oh, no, I was a five-year-old cough. Oh, no! <laughs> it's
1: okay, so you got it so next sorry. time. I was spreading
2: don't love. Don't touch any door handles. like I was spreading you. love. <laughs> 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 California uh, is the had, furthest. I, I, I'm far away.
0: I had the opportunity. I think I
1: got it. You're next to the window. I'm fucked I'm <laughs> next to the heater.
0: But you have the, <laughs> the <laughs> litches.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's oh
3: come on <laughs> I, I, just, I know I know she's looking at me I was just having a yeah you out. got your nose up mm. towards the window <laughs> she's making things up uh-huh. what was I saying I was saying I
0: had the opportunity <laughs> to go because I was uh, because somebody I had the opportunity mm-hmm. I'm not saying because why I had the opportunity to go to a Zen sit in Colorado to get on a plane which I would never been able to afford if somebody didn't pay for it for me the fly to Colorado and to sit with a bunch of white people who were studying Zen Buddhist meditation.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I there was a constant, it, I probably didn't do a good job of filtering out all of the upper middle class whiteness that was going on with with in the sit, but it was I was able to separate the wheat from the chat. I was able to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. I was able to sit for 10 days, I was able to realize I wasn't my thoughts, and that was fortuitous, is that a good, yes, mm-hmm. that was fortuitous, and um, I'm grateful, and I had to throw away a lot of the filtering through upper middle class whiteness, that even though the teacher was pretty okay, you know, he, he may not have been upper, mid. I don't know what his class was, but I know the people that he attracted mm-hmm. were just upper middle class white people and there was a lot that they may not ever get from that. I mean, like I went there one time, I'm like, bam, I get it. Yeah. Mm. You know, I am never going to go back to being that person again. Yeah. Mm. And they may have went in their um, really expensive clothing that um, and sat for a million years. I don't know. Mm. But it was filtered through the lens of upper middle class whiteness that had a lot of privilege just seeped in there. And I don't know if some of them sat in their mats, on their mats for 20 years and never woke up and thought they woke up or did wake up. I don't know.
1: But I'm just saying that it was there. Yeah, and I think part of whiteness is like a per- cultural appropriation. Oh, hell. like a white person like me as a white person practicing Buddhism people are like oh wow that's so cool you're Buddhist but like an Indian person a brown person practicing Buddhism you're like that's weird yes
0: yeah they coolify everything everything is cool if I play the djembe drums you know they're ready to call 911 because they're afraid of something yeah. Some unnatural thing. Some insurrection happening. Some insurrection happened because I'm at the lake playing a djembe. I had hit in the pockets and playing it good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have mean, not had it You're welcome. Like, like, no. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I just. was missed. <laughs> I, I mean,
0: like, I mean, like and, I, and then I have been to the lake and I'm like, please make it stop because they're not. No, I'm just saying. You know, where's the. Like, just. you know, like, You're almost there you keep yeah. going. Yeah, always just a half a half a step. It's or right half a step behind. Right. Or just something. It's just not medicine in there. And they just all it's, maybe it's like the, the um the karma of appropriation that makes you never yes. that, um, yeah, that's all I'm saying. I think part of
1: it to our earlier conversation, like there's a sense of dehumanization. Like not all mm. of you is there if you're not willing to see, you know. <gasps> like you're missing a part of humanity so your rhythm's a little bit wonky <laughs> <laughs> oh shit same of yeah, that that's interesting that's, that's all one. I had to say really huh. <laughs> wow. okay. like you know that like the stereotype of like white people don't have rhythm you know yeah. I mean it's like stereotypes come from somewhere I mean they're not all <laughs> true but like I can bad so like you should see my family dancing oh no it's a little silly but <laughs> yeah there's like this sense of hmm. unwinding or like like it, it's almost robotic like to the earlier point of like compartmentalizing your work life from your personal life you're like oh my work is the separate thing so i'm still a good person in my personal life even though i poison people's drinking water like thousands of miles away like that doesn't affect me as a person that's just my work ego or whatever mm-hmm. but then like it turns you into a robot like mm-hmm. you're just like chipping away pieces of yourself and like putting them in these different boxes and then you're not a whole person anymore
2: so then what would you call the sickness
0: uh, uh, inability to play the Jimbei.
2: <laughs> <laughs> inability to play. So I T P D. It's Inter- like yes. half human. Oh so shit! I'm, He's sick. Yeah. But I'm saying, do you think the sickness stems from the privilege? Does, this, does this the sickness car- stem from the system? That could be capitalism, or or you were saying they don't—they don't have to oh, happen they, yeah. by yeah. themselves. Yeah. yeah yes. You have to chip
0: wikis of yourself to fit in. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're not, you have just to, to deny
2: something to say yes to this other
1: thing. Yes, yes. There's a sense of like denial, even like I mean, I trust me. I've talked to my parents about white privilege, and they're just like, no, that's not real. No, no, no. We we earned what we have and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's this sense of like someone's giving you the option to look at it, and it's hitting too deep. Like you just you're like, I can't look there, or like
2: it shakes your foundation or your core, not to your core. Like, to have to grapple with that question, like, did I... What does it mean if I did have, like, a bit
1: of yeah. help? I think it questions your reality too much yeah. to where you're like, no, I don't know what's real anymore. Like, I don't know who I am, or, you know? I mean, That's I don't right. actually know. I'm just speculating.
0: No, I'm thinking about... Like, well, how your parents? It's probably a good
1: speculation. How old are my parents? No, it's... it's oh. You're
0: speculating on your parents. You're probably have a lot of insight.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had to... I'm, like, constantly working through white fragility, you know? Because, like, <laughs> most of my life, I have lived... I mean, I'm still racist. It's not that I want to be. It's that this is the environment I'm swimming in, and I'm dripping in racism, you know? So I'm, like, constantly unpacking that, and that's the only way through it. But to deny it is such a privilege, and, like, it's actually so harmful to deny that it even exists because then you're upholding it. Like, you must first look at something in order to change it, Mm -hmm. right? And most people are not willing to look because it's too confronting. Like, you have this self-image of, like, I'm a good person but it doesn't have to do about you being a good person. And in fact, if you want to be a good person, your actions speak much louder than, like, how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, ask a trans person if you're a good person, you know? Like, ask a black person if you're a good person. Like, how comfortable do you make people feel co-living together, you know? Like...
2: No, it's so interesting that you... Because... Hmm... Hmm... I find that so interesting, because for a long time, I'm still working through I found mirrors so scary. Like, like I, I never, I would glance, like, all right, let's go. Like, I don't want to deal with that. You know? And for me, it's because I was so scared I was a bad person, that I didn't want to face myself. Right? Said, oh, oh, my mirrors. Mirrors. it's a oh, like for mirrors. Fun I'm looking mirrors. Yeah, I found uh, mirrors, like, super scary. But in this path towards, like, of healing of mine, a lot of it has, has, has centered around me having to stand in front of a mirror and just, like, face myself, and just look myself in the eyes and just talk to myself. And that is a very scary thing to do. So I'm sure that, like, now it comes, like, now you have to face the very foundation you've been walking on, that you were taught by your grandfather or your mother and their mothers before them, like, it feels destabilizing. It feels dangerous. Like, it feels it feels violent, right? It does feel like this, this, this thing I walk on is glass. If I look at it, like, it will break. When, in fact, it's not actually the case.
1: And that's the challenge about being, like, on the <clears> margins <throat> of that, like, mainstream privilege, whatever you see in the mainstream constantly. You see so much, but then how do you communicate it in a way where people don't feel like they're breaking glass, you know?
0: <laughs> or annihilate it.
1: Yeah, and it is, yeah, I mean, you know, it's so much emotional labor, so much, mm-hmm. so you're, like, balancing systematic oppression and, like, caretaking, emotionally caretaking the people that are oppressing you in order to create change. And that's why it's so important, like, that's why I feel so passionate about race work as a white person, because I'm like, people will listen to me. If I talk to my parents, they're going to listen to me about it. Mm -hmm. Even if they disagree, they're listening. They're engaged. And to deny your privilege is the biggest crime against humanity because you're just... Silence is violence, you know? Like, your ignorance is suffering.
2: You're handed this huge microphone, and you're saying... Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, like when I was talking to someone about having gender-neutral bathrooms here... I was so grateful that a cis person was talking about it for me. Mm-hmm. It was like this huge i was I had so much adrenaline like it's such a sensitive topic for me. I have a lot of wounds there, and I could actually I had time to like breathe and this person was just like articulating so clearly what it meant like why is it important to have gender neutral bathrooms? and I don't know if I would have been able to articulate it without anger in my voice, without hurt in my voice, and that must be hard to receive, you know so I'm like, how do I even like, I, shit, I have some shitty process if I'm able to advocate for myself. Like, yeah, it feels too yeah. sensitive.
0: Yeah, it feels too close. That's why you need
1: advocates. You need allies. Allies. It's yeah. so important. That's the way we change the world. Like, I have an able body. I'm so grateful for my body. It's able to take me places. I can walk up the stairs. I don't need assistance. So it's so important for me to advocate for people who have disabilities, who don't have those privileges, because probably they're not getting listened to as much as someone would listen to me about mm-hmm. it.
2: <laughs> I feel like it's a great place to follow. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we can discuss if we want to continue the conversation next time you sit together. But
3: okay.
2: Thank you. We did good. <laughs> you want to close out with a little, little mini sit? We can close out with a little,
0: little, we're closing out with a mini sit to just stop, center ourselves, taking a collective breath. Okay, cool. Collect a breath in. Ah, <sighs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: right Hey, we did it. We did it. So Dude, what? What happens from here?
3: This is Here We Sit, a project of the Mongolam Research Center for Buddhist Languages and its Mindful Living program. This podcast is hosted, produced, and edited by members of the 2020 Mindful Living cohort. Here, we aim to cultivate space for ourselves and our listeners, to sit with questions and topics without
1: necessarily having the answers.